Hey there, all you groovy trailblazers and seekers of individuality. Welcome to another electrifying episode of the Merkle Treehouse, the sonic sanctuary where being yourself is not just encouraged, it's celebrated. Can you feel it? It's a sensational Sunday, September 10th, 2023, and we're about to embark on a journey that's as unique as you are. Now here's the deal, my friends. In a world that often nudges us toward conformity, we're here to remind you that your individuality is your superpower. It's what sets you apart, what makes you shine in your own cosmic way. Reject the herd mentality, my friends, and embrace the rhythm of your own heartbeat. In this space, in this haven, you're free to be you, unapologetically, authentically, and passionately. We're all part of this groovy family, united by our respect for one another's uniqueness. So, whether you're a seasoned Bitcoin maestro, a curious cat taking your first steps, or anything in between, know that you belong here. And now, without further ado, it's time to introduce the luminary, the guardian of soundness, the one who's going to keep the vibe alive while celebrating your individuality, the fantastic, the incredible, Ms. Audrey Merkel. Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Horace. And welcome to episode 57 of the Merkel Treehouse, ladies and gentlemen. It's another glorious Sunday here at the Treehouse, and we are absolutely delighted that you've chosen to join us for today's show. No matter what challenges you might be facing or what worries may be on your mind, take solace in the fact that Bitcoin continues its unstoppable march forward, undeterred by any obstacles in its path. In a world filled with uncertainty, Bitcoin stands as a beacon of hope, a testament to the power of decentralization, and a reminder that individuals can have control over their financial destiny. So, sit back, relax, and let's explore the latest developments in the world of Bitcoin, where innovation and resilience are the name of the game. On the march. Texas Senator Ted Cruz recently sat down with Forbes and shared his support for Bitcoin mining. He praised how it benefits Texas's economy and energy grid. Senator Cruz sees Bitcoin as a symbol of financial independence. He highlighted the unique Texan spirit, where folks cherish their freedom. Bitcoin aligns with this ethos, offering a path to financial sovereignty. Moreover, Senator Cruz emphasized the importance of preserving financial freedom on a global scale. He pointed out China's Bitcoin ban as a cautionary example of what not to do. H.E. Sheikh Mansour bin Taleb bin Ali al-Hinai, chairman of Oman's Authority for Public Services Regulations, recently made a noteworthy announcement. Oman's government is backing privately owned Bitcoin mining facilities with a whopping $1.1 billion in investments. But what makes this particularly intriguing is Oman's conservative background and strong adherence to Islamic law. Embracing something as groundbreaking as Bitcoin mining wasn't a decision made lightly. In fact, rigorous regulatory discussions began as far back as 2019. After careful consideration, Oman's government found that Bitcoin aligns with Islamic law. This remarkable decision showcases Oman's commitment to modernization while staying true to ethical and sustainable principles. It's a testament to how even deep-rooted traditions can harmonize with a cutting-edge innovation like Bitcoin. Over to Satoshi, the robot assistant for the technicals. 
The Bitcoin hash rate is currently at 406.46 exahashes. This is up from 226.36 exahashes one year ago. This is an increase of 79.56%. Bitcoin average difficulty is at a current level of 54.15, up from 30.98 a year ago. This is an increase of 74.81%. The difficulty retarget date is set for September 20th and is estimated to decrease by 0.8%. The public lightning network capacity is over 4,700 Bitcoin. The block height at time of recording is 806,981. There are currently 33,019 blocks until the next subsidy halving. This is projected to occur on April 22, 2024. At this time, the Bitcoin network is stronger than steel, yet softer than a whisper. Thank you, Satoshi. Well, here's a tale of Bitcoin misfortune, ladies and gentlemen. A Welshman made a colossal blunder back in 2013 when he accidentally tossed away a whopping 8,000 Bitcoin. Fast forward to today, and he's been on a decade-long quest to convince his city council to excavate the landfill where his digital fortune rests. Unfortunately, his requests for access have been repeatedly denied. Now, in a twist of events, he's gearing up for a legal battle. Our very own Sarah Nichols is here to bring you all the intriguing details. Sarah, over to you. Hey there, folks. It's your girl Sarah Nichols, bringing you the trashiest news of the day. Now, when I say trashy, I'm not talking about the latest celebrity gossip or reality TV drama. Nope. We're diving headfirst into a garbage pit of a different kind. So, picture this. A Welsh guy named James Howells accidentally throws away a hard drive with a whopping 8,000 Bitcoin on it. Yeah, you heard me right. 8,000 of those digital gold nuggets. Now, before you start thinking this guy must be nuts, let me give you a bit of history. James was an early Bitcoin adopter back in 2010, you know, when Bitcoin was basically worth as much as a pack of gum. So this guy, in a moment of what can only be described as pure tragicomedy, cleaned out his old office and chucked that hard drive into the trash, thinking it was just a worthless piece of junk. Oh, the irony, right? Now, James here isn't just any regular guy. He's like a real-life Bitcoin treasure hunter now. He's been begging the Newport City Council to let him dig up their landfill to find his lost Bitcoin fortune. But those council folks have been giving him the cold shoulder for a decade. I mean, can you imagine rummaging through 10 years of rotting garbage to find a motherload of Bitcoin? It's like searching for a diamond in a dung heap. But our intrepid Indiana Jones of garbage, he's got big plans. He's threatening to sue the council for a jaw-dropping $557 million in damages. That's right. He wants to make them pay for not letting him play in the trash. He says they're going to go bankrupt faster than a shopaholic in a designer shoe store. Ouch. In an open letter to the council, James demanded they let him start digging by September 18th. He's even calling for a judicial review, like he's some kind of Bitcoin detective on a mission. But darlings, the council's having none of it. They're saying, nope. Digging in our landfill would be bad for the environment. I'm not sure I totally understand that logic, but whatever. Here's the kicker, folks. James promised the council all sorts of goodies if they'd let him commence with the mother of all dumpster dives. He said he'd give every person in Newport 50 quid, set up Bitcoin ATMs in every shop, and even create a green energy setup for a Bitcoin mining facility. That's like saying, I'll clean your whole house if you let me look for my lost earring in your trash can. Now, I gotta say, I respect James's determination, but digging through a landfill for lost treasure? Honey, it's not exactly glamorous. But for 8,000 Bitcoin, maybe, just maybe, it's worth getting your hands dirty. So, 
Keep an eye on this trashy saga, folks, because James is on a mission, and who knows, he might just strike Bitcoin in the garbage dump of the century. Until next time, stay fabulous, stay sassy, and keep your Bitcoin in a safer place, darling. Thank you, Sarah, for that truly trashy story. Now, folks, we've got a special guest in the studio today. Our very own Pinto Pete is here to share an exciting project he's been working on. Pinto, how's it going? I'm doing just fine. Rolling with the punches like a tumbleweed in the Texas wind. Sarah, it's a downright pleasure to see you again. That report you did on the Bitcoin dumpster diver was top-notch, no doubt about it. You're strutting your stuff like a real pro in this here game. Keep up the great work, partner. Thank you, Pinto. That's so sweet of you. So, Pinto, what brings you by? Well, now I've been putting in some elbow grease on a project that's been simmering for quite a spell. I've hitched my wagon to the talented Merkel Treehouse players, and Horace and the boys are bringing the musical magic to the table. Together we've been rustling up a documentary series that's going to tell the tale of the block-size war, the kind of story that'll have you sitting at the edge of your seat. Now I reckon it's high time to mark your calendars, because chapter one of this here saga is set to air next Wednesday, right smack dab on the Merkel Treehouse. So all you fine listeners out there, I'm here to tip my hat and give you a friendly nudge. Don't you miss it. Tune in, because we've got a tale to tell that'll rattle your spurs and stir your soul. I'm absolutely certain it will be an epic production, Pinto. The Block Size War was a pivotal moment in the annals of Bitcoin history, and I'm sure your documentary will shed new light on that era. Pinto, I have to know. Did you ever hear back from Patty? No, Sarah, I haven't heard as much as a peep from Patty. I guess I messed things up, didn't I? I've been throwing myself into my work lately, trying to keep my mind off it. Maybe it's a sign that I need to focus on myself for a while. Who knows what the future holds, but I would give my last Bitcoin to just talk to her one more time. Oh, honey, that's crazy talk. I can't believe I'd ever see a determined man like you running away from love. That's like leaving your heart at the rodeo. You need to giddy up, put your spurs back on and get back down to the IHOP in Pflugerville. It's time to lasso that gal's heart and sweep her off her feet. Love's calling your name, cowboy. You hit the nail on the head, Sarah. I reckon I must look like a sorry old cactus just sitting here, wallering in my own self-pity. But you know what? What's the worst that can happen indeed? If my heart ends up all busted and broken, at least I can fill up on them world-famous IHOP buttermilk pancakes. Now don't you ladies mind my hasty exit because I've got a gal out there who needs some sweet talking and a cowboy to sweep her off them fancy feet of hers. Good luck, Pinto. Ladies and gentlemen, the Merkle Treehouse's very own spiritual guide, the good Reverend Smith, has returned to enlighten us with a sermon on the dangers of centralizing power. Reverend, the pulpit is yours. My dear brothers and sisters, today we delve into the pages of the sacred scriptures to explore a tale that transcends time and speaks to the heart of the human condition. The story of the Tower of Babel from the book of Genesis has much to teach us about the pursuit of centralized power and the dangers of placing our faith in the institutions of man. As we draw parallels with the challenges of modern-day centralized institutions and big government, let us open our hearts and minds to the wisdom and warnings found within this ancient narrative. In the days of old, a group of people came together with ambitious intentions. They sought to build a tower that would reach the heavens, a symbol of their collective might and greatness. In their pursuit of centralized power, they desired to make a name for themselves and establish their legacy. 
In today's world, we see similar ambitions manifesting in the rise of centralized institutions and big government. The allure of vast power, control, and influence often tempts those who wield authority to reach beyond their intended purpose. As they build towering bureaucracies, the focus can shift from serving the people to preserving their own prestige and supremacy. As the tower grew higher and higher, a divine intervention occurred. The Creator, seeing the danger in unchecked centralized power, intervened and confused their language. Suddenly, they could no longer understand each other, and their unity shattered into division. Similarly, the concentration of power in modern-day institutions and government can lead to a disconnect between the ruling class and the people they are meant to serve. The confusion arises as decisions are made at a distant and impersonal level, detached from the needs and desires of the individuals affected. This division sows discord, leading to a loss of trust and unity among the people. In the aftermath of the Tower of Babel, we find a crucial lesson, the call for humility and decentralization. Recognizing the potential for abuse and centralized power, God scattered the people across the earth, encouraging diversity and the flourishing of different cultures and languages. In our times, it is essential for us to heed this call for humility and decentralization. As we witness the concentration of power in a few hands, we must remember that true strength lies in unity, not uniformity. Embracing decentralization, we acknowledge the value of local governance, individual rights, and personal responsibility. Just as diverse languages enrich our global community, so do diverse ideas, perspectives, and individual freedoms enhance society. My beloved congregation, let us learn from the lessons of the Tower of Babel and the temptations of centralized power. As we navigate the complexities of modern society, may we seek divine wisdom and discernment. Let us not place our faith solely in the institutions of man, but rather in the higher principles of justice, compassion, and decentralized governance. By fostering a spirit of humility and embracing the strength of our diversity, we can build a world where the dignity of each individual is upheld and power is shared responsibly. As we move forward, let us remember the timeless wisdom of the Tower of Babel and strive for a society that truly reflects the values of love, equality, and justice. May we be guided by the divine light and remain steadfast in our pursuit of a world that glorifies the Creator and uplifts humanity. Amen. Amen, Reverend. A final thought, my friends. The ancient tale of the Tower of Babel carries a timeless lesson that humanity must continually revisit. This lesson resonates deeply with Bitcoiners, a community naturally inclined to be wary of centralized power. While the allure of self-custodying your Bitcoin is strong, it's essential to remember that if you wish to distance yourself from centralized institutions and become your own financial custodian, you become the sole point of potential failure. Safeguard your Bitcoin private keys diligently. You certainly wouldn't want your Bitcoin to meet the fate of a landfill. And on a side note, my dear friends, never ever run away from love. With these words, we conclude episode 57 of the Merkel Treehouse. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Please remember to join us again this Wednesday for the premiere of Chapter 1 in Pinto Pete's documentary series about the block size war. In fact, join us every Wednesday and Sunday for the absolute best in Bitcoin Mindshare. I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Put a pretty pink bow on this one, fellas.
Hi folks, it's me, presidential candidate and award-winning journalist, Morton Anger. You would be doing the Merkel Treehouse a great service by sharing our content and recommending it to all of your friends and loved ones. Thank you and God bless America. Thank you.